Facebook famously determined that if a new member invited 10 friends within 14 days, they were hooked for life. So they focused religiously on driving the user experience to this key metric. If you apply this product-based approach to B2B sales, then you can identify those users that are ready to talk. And this method is known as the Product Qualified Lead, or PQL. So if you sell in a freemium, open source, or trial model, then the PQL method is critical to give your sales team visibility into who is ready to talk. So talk to your data team, or better yet, partner with Whaler's team of data scientists to develop a PQL model tailored specifically for your business. You'll be empowered by knowing exactly when a user is ready to convert. To see specific examples, go to getwhaler.com forward slash Andy. That's G-E-T-W-H-A-L-R dot com forward slash Andy. And as a bonus, if you sign up to learn more about Whaler and PQLs, then Whaler will send you their optimized two-page master services contract that you can leverage for your own business free of charge. It's time to accelerate. Hi, this is Andy. Welcome to another edition of Frontline Friday with my regular and very special guest, Bridget Gleason. Now, before we get to the show, Bridget and I have a favor to ask of you. We really appreciate it. If you took time right now to leave a review for this show on iTunes, and while you're there, click the button, subscribe to Accelerate, make sure you get Frontline Friday automatically each week. Also, we need to hear from you. More specifically, we need your sales questions. I mean, what can we answer for you? What challenges do you have that we can help you with? So go to accelerate.fm forward slash frontline and enter your question there. Each month, we're going to select one listener's question to be the question of the month. And the winner will receive a $50 Amazon gift card. So remember, go to accelerate.fm forward slash frontline to give us your question and maybe win 50 bucks. So Bridget, how are you today? Yes. Go to your nickname, I, but I, I, I did say Bridget Gleason. I was going to say, oh, hi, Andy Paul. I'm doing great. If we have, how have we gotten so formal after 94? 94 episodes. So 94 episodes recorded. Right. I just, I didn't know if we had worn out your nickname already. I think so we I, have. Let's, let's, let's okay. keep it fresh. Okay. Let's well, keep it fresh. Well, maybe every other episode we can. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. That's fine. All right. I still have to, I've got to write it on my list as the cartoon though. Yeah. Well, I thought you got rid of lists. You know, and then th- they came back. Then they came back with inventions, <sighs> unfortunately. Yeah, well, seriously, I thought I'd gotten rid of list too. It's really been two plus years since I'd done a to do list, and yeah, about a week ago, I <laughs> I was sitting down. I was like, "Oh no, no, this it's went past the point of no return on that. I need to start writing something down that wasn't just in my calendar because I was behind." What can I say? <laughs> So, Andy, do you think that you will get to a place where, like, is this temporary? Is it the making of a to-do list temporary? Yeah, I hope so. So, yes. <laughs> yes, that's the plan. Okay. Um, it's just, it's like an inflection point with all these things coming coming due at the same time with lots of moving pieces. And it's like, yeah, now we're trying to get on a, some sort of project manager and so on so we can can organize ourselves better. But it's, Yeah. Sheer overload at this point. I get it. I keep lists, and I'm unapologetic. What's well, good? I'm, yeah, I don't need to. I I know that you work just like you handle things as they come up, and they're in your calendar. If they're not in your calendar, yeah. Well, there, not there, there, were just, there was just too many things in the calendar. <laughs> too many small things. So I feel every day. Yeah, it's hard to yeah when you put two minute 
uh, assignments in there or whatever. Yeah, well, in my case, too many, you know, half hour, an hour long segments. So assignments. So <sighs> anyway, yeah. Yeah. So what's new? Uh, what's new? Well, the quarter ended and who knows when this will air, but quarter ended. We had a good quarter. So you know what that means for a VP of sales? That you have about 12 hours of relief. Exactly. Maybe 12. Luckily, I've got 12. Well, I was assuming four hours of drinking and eight hours of sleeping and then you know, back at it. That's true. And I, I'm not doing four hours of drinking, but some probably do, or maybe they reverse it. I think some people do eight hours of drinking and then four well, hours of sleeping. Yeah. Those that work for you who are under the age of 30. Yes. That's what they do. Yeah, probably. But at my ripe old age, um, no, God, it's just so nice to have a little breather. So that's, that's a big thing. Like you take a deep breath, you enjoy the weekend, you look forward to the next board meeting because you've got good things to say, like you've got this window, uh, but it's short. It's about 12 hours. Yeah. So yeah, that story I'm, I'm about, that. about the eight hours of drinking and four hours of sleeping reminded me of, reminded me of, of story back. Well, my first management assignment, I had, I had a team of, it sort of varied sort of 12, 13 young salespeople that were this, my age, uh, in some cases, even older than I was working for them. We were selling computers and this is in the Bay Area, and we are, our office is in Oakland, and yeah, obviously right across the Bay from San Francisco, which, you know, if you're young and single and footless and fancy free, the place you want to be. And I had this one guy that worked for me who was a smart guy, tall, athletic-looking, good-looking guy, who, you know, we used to, <laughs> we used to count the number of days he would come into work wearing the same clothes because... Literally, as soon as work was done, he had to head over to San Francisco and just never go home and come right to work again. <laughs> I think we had him like three or four days in a row where he finally, I think, fell asleep at his desk, if I remember correctly, on like the fourth day. But those are the days when you could do those types of things. Okay. A couple of comments on that. Number sure. one, did anybody ever tell him, hey... <laughs> go home and shower? <laughs> uh, this, like... Well, but he was he was rarely in the office, right? I mean, he was come in, he'd come in. But worse than that, so he's out seeing customers in clothes that he's been wearing for three days. Yeah, yeah. Unshowered. Well, maybe he had a shower. I is don't know. His I didn't hair ask. stick. Okay, that is an unattractive <laughs> visual that I have right now. Oh yeah, it wasn't, I don't know wasn't you, great. You know but... what? I don't know who you were selling for, but you must have had a very very strong product that he was able to continue. Okay. Cause that is not like, there's no dress for success. In no, that. I think he eventually burnt himself out. And well, uh, of course. Yeah. 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 Really? It, oh okay. yeah. 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 It, it, uh, his tenure on the that job happened. was, was a little short. Uh huh. So uh -huh. surprise there. Okay. So that would we be, had, we had lots of good characters though at, at that job. I mean, I had, uh, let's say I had somebody who was arrested for, uh, passing bad checks. That was always fun to get a, a call from a police department that wasn't in, in our city, that wasn't in Oakland. It was, it was several hundred miles away, asking me if I you know, knew this gentleman that, that worked for me. And I, I said, mm, yeah, why you call him? Well, we've got a warrant for his arrest for passing bad checks. And that doesn't happen anymore because nobody's writing checks. <laughs> nobody's writing checks. I mean, you're totally dating yourself. I okay. am dating myself. Because he, he like had hacked into somebody's Venmo account. That's what would happen. Well, 
That would be today. Yeah, I guess. Somewhat equivalent to that. Yeah. No, yeah. no, I'm, I'm kidding. Okay, so you had you had that as a character. Okay. Yeah, that was another one. I had another guy that uh, um, <laughs> he, used, he used to he used to do this with a a colleague of mine, a woman who was a sales manager in the office as well, is when he worked for her is is like they'd go on sales calls together and there's one instance where they were they were in Vallejo and her office was in, in Oakland. So yeah, that's what, forty miles roughly uh-huh. from her office. And he drove as yeah, the sales manager always had the, the salesperson drive. And they're meeting with a customer is a deal that yeah, sort of looked like it was gonna close. And this guy stands up in the middle of the meeting and says, I have to go. <laughs> the sales guy, I have to go. <laughs> and and my colleague looks at him and says, she was shot, like, she just couldn't believe it. Like, what? <laughs> he goes, yeah, I, I've got to go. <laughs> well, and, okay. Yeah. I mean, he... he. Well, where did he go? <laughs> we had no idea. No well, idea. This, and the mystery was never solved? <sighs> no, no. This this was another person then who who I, I had I hadn't hired him. He had been hired by my predecessor, uh-huh. oh, and the and my predecessor hadn't really done a, a thorough background check. Apparently uh, not. And the guy had had uh, forged his his transcript basically from college, <laughs> and it wasn't until more incidents like this leaving in the middle of the <clears throat> the meeting sort of occurred once he started my colleague left and and so i had the whole group working for me and 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 i started saying okay this guy something's wrong with this guy and started digging and went into his personnel file <clears throat> with with my boss and and <laughs> yeah just a fake transcript you anyway, know we actually called the school and got the real the real transcript and uh yeah, it was, it was uh, incomplete at best. So, yeah, I'd never seen somebody that uh, talked their way into a job. That sounds like quite the sales team. You were definitely, oh, I, yeah. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> quite sure, sure who was hiring, but. Well, yeah, I inherited all these people, which was a, sort of the interesting thing is, is <laughs> and it was, we had, had a, a new boss that came in that, that was sort of taking a, a personal hand in, in hiring. And, uh, yeah, we had, we had some interesting stories, let's say. I mean, it's sort of things. I mean, back in those days, these companies were hiring, you know, hundreds if not thousands, just like IBM was, you know, hundreds if not thousands of new grads, somewhat indiscriminately trying to say, yeah, we'll put them all into our sales training program. And, and uh, you know, after six months, we'll see who washes out and who sticks. And those that stick, uh, you know, we'll go forward with. And as a result, we had, we had some very interesting interesting individuals that worked with us. Yeah. I was, you know, I was in one of those programs when I worked for Xerox. So we did, they, we definitely hired a lot of people and people kind of washed through like that. We didn't have, I'm sure, I'm sure there were stories of people that had forged transcripts and things like that, but um, not nearly as colorful as the ones that you're describing. <laughs> Nobody, and I will say too, even in my younger years, okay, even in my younger years, God, I've just never, I, I was, especially for work, I was not out partying with the people, like the work people. I, no, I've always, I I, I've always wanted to have, well, I'm boring also, that's for sure. But I just, that, 
I don't know. I just, I, I never wanted to be in a situation where I'm out and there's like, even at president's club or any of these events, that was not my time to go cut loose. I thought this is, I'm with, I'm with peers. I'm with managers. I'm with directors. I'm with VPs. This is not a time for me to make a fool of myself. So that was not that those were not my occasions to go cut loose. Now, having said that, I don't (laughs) cut loose even when those aren't happening. So that's probably not a great excuse, but yeah, well, I, I did I, think about I, that. Yeah. I saw a lot of bad behavior at president's club as well. So this company and other companies, I mean, it's, I don't yeah. know. People thought that's they, no pe- t- people thought they had a license. It's sort of like the office Christmas party, right? I mean, all these weird hookups and so on. It's just like, seriously, what, <laughs> just cause you're in Hawaii. So, you know, Andy, it's, uh, I don't mean to derail what you had planned for today, but since we're on the topic, mm. you know, you wonder then we, we talk a lot about, uh, why people choose to go into sales or not, or why women go into sales or not. What's the reputation, you know, what are the, what do salespeople do that help or hurt their reputations? And when you, these the stories about president's club and, uh, kind of the, the drinking and cutting loose, does that attract people to the profession or is it a deterrent? I don't know. It seems like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it, it, I imagine it still happens to some degree. It's just a function of being young, right? I'm not sure of the profession itself. I mean. But I don't hear, like, I don't hear the same about, it, like, in a marketing organization or maybe, it, or an engineering organization, that there's that, and maybe because they don't go on club trips and maybe, I I don't know, but, but do you, maybe it's just me and I've been in sales, but do you, and I haven't been in engineering, but do you hear the same thing about young people in the engineering group or product or marketing or finance, HR? Um, well, I mean, certainly when, when I was much earlier in my career, yeah. in marketing for sure. Um, yeah, I worked, at Apple relatively early on, you know, back in the early 80s. And uh, yeah, it's a pretty wild place. In, in, and just in general. Just in, in general, general, right. Okay. So, okay. yeah, I mean, it's just... So it's not just our people. Nah, function of function of age, you know, people coming into the workplace, meeting up with, you know, when we're new, it was all exciting. And and even though I was on the scale, it was pretty boring. Um, but yeah, they're still... We're still young. We still did stupid things. But we're still here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Maybe yeah. it was wishful thinking. I have two sons that are uh, both software developers. So maybe it's just thinking, nah, they're not doing that. Yeah, they probably are. Just because well, I was a dork doesn't mean they're a dork. That they're yeah. dorks. Well, I mean, there's all this all this talk, at least in 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 tech and in the valley of you know this bad boy behavior that that's at least at the senior well, levels is, you know, that's true running right. So you got to think there's, there's some influence that filters its way down. Well, that's a little bit different. That's, that's not, that's bad boy slash harassment. Yeah. Which is, which is a, a different thing than everybody's going out and partying. I think the harassment is a very separate. Yeah. But I'm, I'm willing to bet that in addition to, the harassment, the some of those side of those, excuse me, some of those other pieces of the puzzle are are there as well. That's I I would I would 
imagine that's the case. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. How do we get to that? Yeah, that's it was a sort of a sobering week. Yeah, you know, last week with several, you know, senior, yes, investors and so on being, um, I don't know, outed and and uh, you know forced to forced to resign because, you know, abominable behavior towards towards women. You know, we've we've talked about that on our sales team, and my sales team now is primarily comprised of young men. Mm-hmm. And there was a comment made, and it wasn't a negative comment, but there was a comment made about, oh, um, we need just more women in the office. Let's make sure, let's, uh, our office manager, when we get an office manager, let's make sure, you know. <laughs> and, and, how, and how did you react to that? How do you think? <laughs> not calm, not not mildly. Right. And I just, I said, you know, we we've got to get out of these, out of these stereotypes that we assume that that's the role or that's the position, and that's not that's not harassment, but. God, sometimes I think we even, and again, we talk about it. If they were sitting here in the room listening to this, we have a like a bro-y culture. And I said, we have to be careful. And we were talking about this as a team that we don't make these assumptions, like these stereotypes, and that we don't make these assumptions and that we don't let things get out of hand just that will, they can continue to escalate and people think they're funny. And the next thing you know, you've gotten yourself into a culture and a situation where there is harassment and there are issues and it's, it's a place where women don't feel safe or comfortable. And it's this, I think oftentimes, Andy, it's the frogs in a, in a boiling pot. You know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> well, I th- I've heard it, but why don't, you, why don't you make sure I understand? Yes. Well, if if you put frogs in boiling water, they'll jump out immediately. But if it's in warm, tepid water and you just turn up the heat, they'll boil to death. Mm. And so it's often that analogy is used to when behaviors start and seem more benign, but then it just keeps getting dialed up and especially kind of a group and crowd mentality that can get to a place where it's boiling hot water. So I just said, we just have to be careful that we don't get, let's pay attention to these stereotypes that we have and, and really, and also really work against them because we, we don't want to be that place. And so it was funny today, one of our uh, customer success, uh, managers brought in for lunch. He had, he had made this beautiful chocolate silk pie Mm. and brought it in. And the sales reps on my team were saying, Bridget, look, see, see, we're not all about the stereotypes. Cause I had made a comment. What next thing you know, you're going to be wanting me to come in and bake stuff for you guys. And I'm not baking. And so it was, it was interesting that the following week, there was somebody, a young man from the customer success team that had baked and brought it in. And I guess I appreciate, Andy, that we are, we're having these really honest conversations and about, and and even the harassment, um, 
there were, we had a new, a new rep and there was a dinner and our CEO was in town and two of the other reps were given a hard time. I didn't even, I'm so used to it, which is not a good statement on myself. And the CEO said to me well, after, he said, he said, is everything okay? Like, I don't think uh, I'll protect the names. I, mm-hmm. I won't use his names to protect the innocent. Mm-hmm. Charles, do you think Charles is okay? They were kind of kidding him a lot. And I said, no, 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 he's fine. But then the next day I asked, I said, how was, I, how was that? That, that, was that too much? And he said, yeah, it actually, um, it, it, it really, it, it made me mad. Mm. And, and at the same time though, the two that were kind of kidding around, they were thinking about it also. And I, we all talked about it, the four of us. So that the two that were a little bit like, let's call it broy, but went too far. And we all talked about it, all four of us. And I think I, I want us to guard against it. And none of them, they, they just, they didn't realize they had gotten out of hand. But again, I think if, if these, if these things aren't called out, then, and we're not self-aware, we're not constantly on guard. I think that's how they can, that's how you end up having, um, uh, boiled frogs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One, well, and I just laugh at the boiled frogs, but it's, but you're absolutely right. Because one of the things that was most shocking about, and yeah, not that I'm naive about these things at all, but is that in this day and age is, how people knew about this bad behavior and let it persist for so long. Partners, managing partners in these firms, colleagues, they knew what was going on. Right. And, well, and, and I think it speaks to that point that, that what happens is you know, if you don't address them, we normalize the behaviors. Exactly. And, and it's, that, is, that is the problem, right? So you know, in the case of, of these guys harassing these women, it suddenly it was becoming normalized, even though, you know, People that that even if they didn't know the specifics, they knew something was going on. Didn't call them on it. Didn't force the issue. Um, because why? Because they thought this person, you know, added some value that outweighed the value of this other person's, you know, dignity and so on. And yeah, you know, that's always a the wrong choice to make. Well, and I, I I think that's really true. And I appreciated that our CEO made a comment, and he, it wasn't a. It was a question. It was a curiosity and that he was aware enough that he was observing this interaction and called it out and just said, huh, did that seem okay? And for me too, that this had gotten become normalized to me. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh my God, these guys kid around all the time. But, and I'm not, I'm not in the same area that, that, they are, but still normalized enough that I didn't pay attention. And God, I've just, I'm also appreciative that we do have a culture that this is a great thing about an Israeli culture that has been a big um, plus for logs.io is we bring stuff up. We talk about stuff, super transparent and just, you got to speak up and Mm -hmm. we encourage it and we allow it. And Mm -hmm. I think Hopefully that will help to safeguard against normalizing something that, again, over it's it seems innocuous at first, and it can just 
escalate and then you get some issues like we've read about recently. Yeah. And it's, it's, you know, we are people after all. So, and you'd like to think that, that with all that's focus that's been on this, especially in an industry that on the surface, at least is so progressive, <laughs> you know, as the tech business, you know, you tend to forget, I said, what is, we are dealing with people and people aren't as self-aware and people aren't, above taking advantage of other people and yeah as managers you just have to be very sensitive to it as you are to say yeah let's yeah we need to nip this in the bud before and talk about it before it becomes a really big thing right and and what we talked about also is we don't want to be that company and like even the two that were let's call it harassing I can't wait for them to listen to this. Um, (laughs) They don't, they, that's not who they want to be either. Yeah. And that's not the culture that we want. And even for them, it had become sort of normalized between them. And we talk about that when we're looking to interview new people. And I said, listen, guys, we have to be careful also that we're not clicky, that you let other people in, that you are, you can also accommodate different styles of people. We need to welcome diversity and we need to be, pay attention to different people's work styles and sensitivities that this is going to be important for us as we grow as a company. We need the diversity. And so everybody's not going to take to that, even though you guys have all figured it out and everybody's happy. But it's just something we've got to keep talking about. Yeah, and I think you have the dynamic going on of a newer organization. You know, people sort of first people in, sort of set the tone. Um, and you'll go through, and you've witnessed this at other places, you know, various stages as other personalities come to the fore. Um, but yeah, it's part of it's about you know, making, people, making people feel comfortable that they, they can make their own voice heard. Right. And giving people a voice. Yeah, super important. So, yeah. I mean, because, yeah, everybody, <laughs> you're going to get contributions from a lot of different places. And one of the essential skills, we've talked about this, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, going forward, certainly in in the, uh, you know, the information age and the age of the customer, however we want to structure it, is, you know, relationships, teamwork, collaboration. I mean, these are, if you can't master these skills, there's not going to be any room for you in sales. Absolutely. And, and I love that those skills are becoming more and more important. I just yeah. think as humans. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's, and we, I think we touched on this a little bit in the last episode, or episode before is, is that one of the trends as we see as, as we welcome, quote unquote, welcome more technology into our lives, into our work lives. Mm. A is we need to be able to adapt that technology to help us achieve what we need to achieve. But it's there's certain things that that it's not set up to do. And you know, building relationships and <clears throat> connecting and collaborating in a in a human way, you know, that's at least for the foreseeable future, that's still the province of of humans. And so, yeah, we need to master those skills and you know our success at mastering those skills starts in part with how we treat other people. Right. Not just our customers, but the people we work with and, and even people outside of work. I mean, I was reading something uh, last night. Um, 
that some research is being done that that's establishing a correlation between you know how people treat people outside of work with the way they treat people at work and that you know we sort of people sort of i think there's this I don't want to say a fiction, but you know, this perception on the part of people that say, "Yeah, I've, I'm one way at work and I'm different outside of work." Huh? And I hear it all the time, right? I mean, I know I do too, and I've never bought it. Yeah, I never really bought it either. But you know, people think, "Oh, yeah, I go into work. I'm, I'm on, you know, I'm in sales. I'm on stage when I'm with customers. So I'm, yeah, I'm different persona." And this research is is basically saying, "Yeah, based on what we can tell." No, yeah, there's there's continuity, uh, consistency. It's just the way we're wired as humans. We have to be consistent this way. And so you're just fooling yourself. You think if, yeah, I, you know, I can be nice at home and be a jerk at work. I don't buy it. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. And as this research found, it doesn't work that way. So you have to sort of think as you know, if people are behaving badly at work. They're probably a bad actor in other places in their life as well. Yeah, that's definitely been my experience. Yeah, yeah. Well, on a future show, we'll, we're going to talk about. We'll cover that. Yes. Worst, worst bosses, worst colleagues. You know, stories about. Here. Okay. Things to things to avoid, or situations to avoid, or things we've experienced that you can learn from. So, uh, we've sort of run into the, the end of the show. Andy Paul, thank you. Oh, both names. <laughs> I know you because you used both my names to start. So. Yeah, I decided you, it's it's good to be more formal now. We've moved to a, a sense of formality. Ms. Gleason now? for you. Ms. Gleason. It was Captain Fantastic. Um, yeah, well, I've, see, I've got two first names. Uh, either one works. I know, Paul Andy. Gleason. Have you, Bridget. I, I've heard Gleason as a first name on occasion. Really? Yeah, I think, i trying to remember somebody, but it's not very frequent, no. And Bridget as a last name. I don't think I've ever heard that. No, see, mine's pretty well defined. All right. All right, all right, all right. Well, it's been good. So, as always, thanks for joining us. As me. always. And friends, thank you for joining us today. We were a little unstructured, but um, hopefully you enjoyed it as well. And make sure you come back and join us again next Friday. Until then, this is Andy Paul. And Bridget Gleason. See how formal we are. We'll I know. talk to you then. All right, take care. 